Lisa Kay, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Jen Conkey. Hello, everyone. And we have an amazing guest for you guys today. You are just going to absolutely love him and walk away with beautiful insights. And quite frankly, I feel like more guidance and intentionality on how to find joy in your life and how to find balance in your life. So I'm super excited to introduce to you Dove Love. And Dove, I'm going to turn it over to you for now to just tell our audience a bit more about you, introduce yourself, and oh my gosh, let's just get this goodness flowing. Okay, sounds great. All right, um, so tell us. I uh, am a resident of San Diego, California. I've uh, been in California 20-something years. Uh, I work for myself. I have a private practice based out of my um, residence, and I help people with all kinds of things uh, in, in the world of personal transformation and self-improvement. Nice. Mm. All right. Personal transformation and self-improvement. Okay. Yeah. What types of things do you help them with? Uh, it can be like a real range. Um, kind of what I uh, call, what I do is a multidimensional healing. Uh, and that breaks down that's into- That's a good, that's a great that? concept. I love that. <laughs> so uh, I break it down to three simple kind of stages or phases within what that healing is. And the first is uh, clearing the past. Uh, the second is activating the present. And the third is manifesting the future. So I- for all kinds of reasons, uh, with different people from all walks of life, different ages and backgrounds and, and uh, reasons and goals that they're pursuing, uh, really just do that process. Clearing away, removing obstacles, uh, helping people release uh, emotions, negative patterns of the thoughts, emotions, beliefs, stories, uh, behavior, physical pain, um, helping with linguistics. I mean, it's really broad. Sometimes it's card yeah. reading. Sometimes it's energy medicine. Um, yeah. but it's, all, it's all centered around people's intuitive development and empowerment um, to live as an as a authentic self, to be their, their true self, um, which I think is the real, um, mm -hmm. the real basis of, of a, of a true spiritual path is really just finding how, figuring out and getting to that place of really being yourself and then finding out how to yeah. integrate that into the rest of the world, how to be present in the world as your truest self, living I'm your- obsessed with your authenticity. Truth. So thank you. So the work that's definitely one of the big things that we work on, um, you know, getting out of your head and all, and all of the kind of madness that gets created when we really use that as a central place for our being and, and come into our heart, come into our feelings, helping people really understand that emotions are, are really powerful, that we shouldn't be afraid of them, that they're really um, the most raw uh, stream of, of information that we have, most accurate and informing information that we have all the time, all the answers, everything we need uh, is really in your heart, which means it's really in your feelings, not your thoughts. So I help people get reorganized uh, with some of the basics, the mechanics of change, some keys to freedom, um, just re simple reorganization. Like I said, with you know, getting people aligned and centered and grounded, with the heart being the center, knowing that the mind comes after that. So it's really a, it's really helping people shift uh, from one way of living from a certain program or pattern into really following your feelings, feelings first, then thoughts, then actions. 
and and when we okay, get Dove, everything you're saying I'm in love with just so you know and then also I'm going to be the first person to like book a session with you upon uh finishing this podcast <laughs> so just go ahead and look for my email in your inbox <laughs> yeah so you know it's a real range sometimes people come in because they have just a physical pain um which generally you know we start to undo that a little bit and we get to the emotional root of whatever that is or a, a trauma story or something else but some people show up with physical pain some people show up because they want clarity or they want guidance they want to ask questions they want to hear um they want a sense of validation, which I don't really love that word, but they do want some kind of reflection of a sense of like- Like, um, am I crazy or is this really- yeah, they want, they want, Instead of validation, let's say they want grounding. They want to be reassured that, because they already have the answer often, uh, and it's just me really helping them find the confidence to fully accept and integrate what that information, what that answer or that guidance is to say, you know what, that is okay. And I don't need to use my fears to, to minimize it or to suppress it or to say, you know, to kind of shut it down. But in fact, I'm allowed to choose myself. I'm allowed to align to love and I'm allowed to follow through with the guidance that's in my heart, right? Mm -hmm. Which is always going to be based around what are your needs? What are your desires? You know, what do you feel like your purpose is? What do you want your experience to be? Mm -hmm. And and how do you feel safe in the world? And those are all the, the main ingredients that you need to go over every day to inform yourself uh, you know, to really have that navigation and, and feel confident in then what you're doing. So um, that's yeah. awesome. Some, some people just want to come in for simple things and it turns into big things. And some people want to, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, I've worked with people over long periods of time and some people just come in for one visit and I never see them again. So um, I'm less attached to those things. I'm, I'm really just available. Sure. Sure. Cool. So what, how did you, how did you come into this? Share with us your story. Like, how did you come into this? Yeah. What skills did you realize you had? And then, and then, you know, how did you just decide I'm going to make this a business? Yeah, it, it was very guided from a very young age. Uh, it was something that it was a capacity and it was a sensitivity uh, that I've had my whole life um, that has, that at a very young age was showing up and, uh, it's just a matter of kind of figuring out what that is because mm -hmm. it's not always that you have an environment that understands that or people that are having the same experiences that can communicate to you and yep. kind of coach you through it. So it was, it's, it's a whole journey of life, um, having some inherent abilities and some gifts and kind of uh, uh, getting to understand them really young, getting to experience them. At least I had an environment that allowed me to be myself um, maybe it wasn't, uh, ideal and like someone was really picking up on what was happening and saying, Oh, here, let's guide you this way or let's help you with this. It was, but at least I wasn't, um, I wasn't made to suppress things. I wasn't right. made to like, uh, ignore them or I could really, I had the freedom to be myself. So that, That's that awesome. right there is huge. <laughs> and I, and I thank my mother for that all the time. Um, because when you have that freedom and, and that openness to explore yourself, uh, then you can really find your purpose and you can, and you can explore whatever gifts or whatever abilities you have, you know, maybe you, you're really athletically inclined or maybe you're really good with numbers or maybe you're really, you know, whatever you're an artist or you're this or you're that, or uh, just to, again, to be your, be yourself, to be your yeah. most authentic and true self. Um, and so through that process of having that openness and having, um, I guess a, a, a predisposition of openness with myself, even though, 
you know, growing up, experiencing different traumas, experiencing, you know, um, the hardship of growing up <laughs> that uh, I think everyone experiences on some level. Um, I always had a deep connection with myself. I always had, I was always, I always felt a partnership or a union with myself. I guess that's probably where I would say it all begins. Um, because that led me to a, a determination and a sense of commitment to explore myself, to understand myself, to embrace myself, uh, to love myself, maybe when I felt like others weren't. Um, and so developing that relationship then in turn helped me develop my abilities. Uh, and a lot of things are just guided. A lot of things are synch uh, synchronistic. Um, so meeting the right people, having the right experiences that seem to be kind of mapped out or just happen at the right timing yeah. along, along that journey of, of development and understanding and self-realization, self-actualization was really that journey. So, um, you know, I was, I, I could see energy, I could hear and feel people. Um, I, I'm a medium too, so I can work with entities and energies on the other That's side. That's what I was going to ask. I wanted to um, ask if it was just intuition or if it was mediumship no. or you connect with your spirit guide or, you All know. Of that. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of different types of ways that one can be psychic or one can be kind of tapped in or tuned in. And I guess I got like the buffet of it all. Um, so I kind of can, kind of can do everything. Um, okay, fancy not, not to sound, not to be in like a bragging way or anything, but that's I'm ultra sensitive so it's not some people are just clairvoyant some people are really really tuned in to like one specific channel sure. one, and a lot of them are tied in with your senses right so yeah. um I happen to be really broad in that sense so right like mine is clairsentience and yep. that's pretty much it I don't hear things and I've said to spirit I don't want to see anything yep yeah so that's I get to do me. all of the things uh so that includes psychometry right so um that includes remote viewing. That re that includes you know I get a I've I've always had a real easy um, uh, access into past life information like soul soul records and soul information with people. Yeah, um, Doug, you just need to block out a day. I'm just gonna just <laughs> with you because I'm so intrigued right now. This is amazing. Yeah. So communicating with animals, uh, you know, yeah. being gifted with. Uh, healing, uh, touch healing, um, seeing auras, you know, just all kinds of stuff. So, wow, you really are the buffet. Yeah. So, <laughs> I have a question. I have a question. Out, really quick, though, that is a lot for for a child to deal with and grow up. Oh with. my gosh! I don't want to yes. minimize. I don't want to minimize and be like, well, my journey was kind of it was kind of easy because I was open and I looked. It was it was a lot of. Oh, like, I can ideas. imagine a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, but ultimately, you know, for my own personal glory, I guess. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, wow. Yeah. And to serve uh, the world. Yeah. But go ahead. I'm going to ask. Me to cut you off. Oh, oh no. it's okay. It's okay. I have a question. You had, uh, you had already mentioned earlier about the, um, energy therapy. And then just now you, you just talked about touch, touch energy. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Like, can you, can you walk us through what that means? Like, sure. I, I'm familiar with when we have a trauma in life that it can develop, like it manifests in terms of baggage inside of you. And then you could just have energy that's trapped inside of you. And yeah. just, can you, for our audience that, that may not know that this is even a thing, can sure. you, what does that look like? Um, well, to make it really simple, 
um, energy medicine or energy work or energy healing is really just about uh, working the energetic body. So that means working on the chakras, which are the energy centers, um, which all kind of have particular themes and particular things that they kind of govern and they kind of um, maintain and they help us stay really connected to and they help us with different functions and different things. So, um, you know, at the most simple kind of base is, is that you're working on the energy system of the body. You're working to clear blockage, to clear congestion, to clear um, stored and stuck things, to help to help that energy body be at its best, right? Mm -hmm. So with that being said, there are a lot of different types of energy medicine, right. energy work or energy healing. There's Reiki, there's pranic healing, there's, uh, healing. I mean, there's just, there's yeah. so many, you know, um, they all, they all work on life force energy, essentially, uh, whether you are, um, incorporate, you know, whether you're channeling that and kind of, and, and sharing that with a client or with a, with a person, another person, uh, with hands on the body, or maybe, you know, pranic healing uses life force energy, but it's more about drawing from the environment a little bit and sharing with that person. And it's not necessarily a touch-based thing. Um, there's polarity therapy. Uh, I mean, there's just so many things. So I've studied, I've studied a, a lot of these different things and I incorporate them. I don't ever really use anything singularly, uh, okay. unless it's really, unless I get really guided to be like, Oh, it's just this, you know, um, I'm, I have a bit more of an integrative approach. Um, but there are so many different types of energy medicine and I, I definitely encourage anyone and everyone to explore and experiment and uh, invite that into their lives and, and experience that wherever they feel safe, wherever they feel like they feel safe to go and have access to, I definitely would recommend it. It is, it is transformational and it is a big part of what our, our real wellness as spiritual beings in physical bodies uh, require on this planet. So, Deb, one more question. Um, I mean, I'm going to have several more, but I know I have like twenty. Energy. So, okay. Right. So <laughs> I great. told you I said this is this could be a, a multiple part series. <laughs> it might. Be, it might. We have to make it a multi part series because I'm like, okay, we need to have more questions too. Okay, I, go. I think that is that um, answer your question if you, though. If you could answer, um, you know, like for some people that, how do they know? Like, what are the indications that they need energy therapy? What are some some of the symptoms or things that might prompt them to say, oh, maybe I should try that out. Yeah, um, um, mystery pain, mystery illness, that's, a, that's an easy jump off place. If you have stuff that, you, that you've been to the doctor, you can't figure out, or you've been, maybe you haven't been to the doctor, but because it doesn't seem maybe that extreme or alarming, but there's something that's kind of nagging you. Unprocessed emotions, feeling stuck in any way, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, or beyond. Um, any, any type of negative experience you're having, whether, again, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, or beyond, energy work's gonna be uh, uh, an agent in, in getting all of those things back to homeostasis or, or harmony or balance. Um, oh gosh, I mean, I don't think there's anything that can't qualify. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so, so really quick, here's the thing. It's a really great non-invasive way to to start with stress reduction and elimination and stress is at the at the at the root of all illness and disease and and uh, disharmony um just relaxation mm -hmm. opening up the breath you know very very kind of simple things that energy work can start to um 
help you shift um, that are all they're all like foundational with with greater healing right so whether you're working on something really big or really specific or not it's going to help with these really kind of baseline um, ways of creating sustainability for yourself so Dove, along those same lines and I don't even know if you'll have an answer to this, but I guess I'm curious, is there, from the standpoint of like the work that is needing to be done in the world right now in this moment, is there a common theme of like people who are coming to you or not, not people who are coming to you, but like of, of things that you're healing? Like, is there, is there something that's common that you feel like, gosh, I am seeing a lot of this right now in the world that needs healed. Like this is a theme. This is something that we could create awareness around with our audience. Like what would that be? I feel like there's several. <laughs> that's why I was like, I don't know if there's one answer to this. Yeah, but. I also have noticed over, cause I've done, been doing this type of work and, and working with people and helping people for a long time. I've also noticed that things kind of go in waves or trends or like, um, you know, we, 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 sh we have a collective consciousness. We share a consciousness. Sure, exactly. So, that's why I was so, like, what's up with so the there world? Is, there are these kind of like themes and I do feel like, uh, there will be kind of months or whatever periods of time where I do see waves of people coming in, kind of dealing with a central theme. Um, and then there's overarching ones too, I feel like, that are about, that have to do with the planet and, and civilization, kind of where it's at now and how it affects the individual, how it affects the spirit and the body experience. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so I think I, to, to answer your question, I guess, more specifically, I would say um, one of the, well, the main thing is, again, in that intuitive development piece. There's uh, a year, two ago, basically everyone on the planet's psychic abilities or sensitivities doubled, right? So we, we know that we're in the quick, we know we're in the quickening. Things are moving faster on the planet, technology, communication, media, all these different things. So as, as things accelerate, it's a little counterintuitive to the types of energy and practices that we need to do to continue to cultivate our intuition. So people are really in this conflict, trying to live in a modern world, be a modern person, be up to date and doing all these things, um, you know, and it, it is really counterintuitive. And so people are showing up because they, they're freaking out because they're number one, the number one thing is people are in their heads too much. So they're spinning and they're confused. And so they're like, oh, I don't know, you know, and they want to get grounded and they want to get aligned and they want to, they want to feel more at peace and they want to be able to, to have a, a sense that they are able to pursue their joy every day, not even allowed, but just like able, you know? So I would say intuitive development, that's huge. People are, people are showing up because they're like, I can tell that something needs to change. I can tell that I need to change. I can tell that I need to open up. I'm feeling or I'm hearing or I'm sensing things and I'm not sure how to move forward with them because it's scary, because it's change. Um, people, you know, people working through fear, uh, essentially. People showing up because they need tools and they need encouragement and they need um, someone to give them some guidance about how to create harmony and balance in their life. I'd say that's big. Um, and outside of that, uh, I would say um, trauma work. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's so broad, but. Why <laughs> not to be generational? Um, it, yes, in the sense that it's in every generation. 
<laughs> but I mean, are people finally healing those like generational? Oh, 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 in that sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The consciousness yeah. on the planet is shifting. It is real. We can really see it. There's, um, there's plenty of proof. There's plenty of evidence to see what's been happening, even just since the 60s, just since like free love and, and Ram Das and like, you know, certain people, spiritual movements, right? Um, movements, vibrational movements, people want collectively wanting to move towards love and acceptance, right? So that's where we're at. We're, we're in that pretty deep now. Yeah. Um, and a lot of what you see happening is a polarization of, of the energies because there's been an investment in moving the dial to love, right? That's what we see politically. That's what we see. Yeah, kind of it feels more divisive, but... Uh, but it's because many people, instead of just existing, they're like waking up. Yeah, um, actually. I guess I was saying that to tie in kind of, yes, to answer your question, yes, people are more uh, proactive and they are participating more in, in healing their personal traumas and generational ancestral um, uh, family trauma, whatever, you know, generational traumas. But it's also about healing the collective trauma on the planet, healing the collective trauma of humanity that's also what's going on. And so, you know, it's like, like I said, we share a consciousness. And so everything small is going to reflect to the big and everything big is going to reflect to the small. And so it really comes back to do your part. Right. Yeah. I had a question too. Um, Deb, what's your, what's your take on the astrology make on all of this? So for example, I was wondering um, that too. Yeah. I, love astrology. <laughs> I, I just, I, I've always, I've always loved astrology. I've always followed it. I, believe in it. I, I think it's very interesting. And something that, um, something that I've always been aware of, and then I just really came into some new information and realized is, you know, I've always been aware that in religion, everything got translated and it got mistranslated in certain situations. But um, from an astrology perspective, I know that we go through what we would call ages. Right. So, you know, that you always hear the reference of the new age, the dawning of a new age, the end of um, and so, or even in some, some religions, rapture and things mm -hmm. of that kind. So I'm, I'm just, I'm really curious on what your take is. I know that every age is like 2,150 years or something. And, you know, we're supposed to be coming out of the age of Pisces and moving into the age of Aquarius, which is mostly like about water and things free flowing and spirituality. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And so, you know, when it comes to the collective consciousness, do you, do you think there's a connection there in terms of where we're going to be more, more loving and more aware of these types of things? Absolutely. Is there a connection, a correlation in, in terms of what you do? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. I, I love astrology. I believe in astrology. I use astrology daily in my life. Uh, I've always used it and felt that very strongly that it's a tool that people should be able to connect to and utilize it can really help people um and and yes even uh um uh, the last thing you said i do notice that in my practice as because i do track astrology i'm not an astrologer right but i have my go-to's yeah <laughs> my favorites uh and i have i have participated in it for a long time so i do have a decent library on astrology and different things so I, i've dabbled i know a little um, and I do pay attention and it is pretty interesting to me because I've been doing this for so long and, and been invested in it. I, I see things more humorously. Yeah. Kind of in a, in a more kind of light and humorous way. Um, 
uh, not a mocking way, but just a kind of a joyful and, and sure. you know, humorous, like synchronicity kind of, oh, look, you know, that kind of, and I see people, I, I watch astrology and I listen and I read of what's going on with the planets and different things. And I see people showing up totally and completely displaying the mm -hmm. processes and the energies that are being forecasted, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, so and sometimes that's a great tool because sometimes I can I'm already in the know and I'm like I, I I I'm like I already know I already know where you're at with what's going on but but then how is that how is that personal then and that's where the work starts then it's like yeah. How, yeah. How, how are you personally experiencing that and how do how do these things that are happening astrologically actually relate to or reflect what's happening in your life you know so yeah. so it's interesting just to wrap up on that it's i i just got my 2018 uh uh gosh my return i'm gonna forget they're wrong saturn no not saturn return why am i blanking on what it's called solar return i read uh, the 2018 report which is like 30 pages long and i and my 2019 one is on the way to me um but it's crazy how accurate it was like everything that happened throughout 2018, I was like, dang, I should have read this a long time ago. Um, so it, it is interesting. And you know, I know there's like controversy out there about astrology. I truly believe that it's, it's divinely created. Like I believe that astrology is there as a divine guide for our life. Like this is what's coming up and you know, Saturn, the planet of teaching, like this is where you're going to be learning lessons right now and you're in the career house or in the relationship house, like this is what's coming. And so at least you can sort of know like, all right, that, you know, this is happening. I'm meant to learn a lesson instead of like being the victim or woe is me and just feeling so, you know, depleted by it. You can say, okay, instead, what can I learn here? Yeah. And, and how can I navigate through this with more grace? And yeah. so, well, two things, you're talking about something that I, I really talk about and work with people a lot, which is, we're always at the point of choosing all the time. That's the thing we're doing the most. And what you're talking about is choosing to have a negative or, or a positive disposition with anything, right? This is, you're talking about astrology. So you're like, oh, I can even take, I could take this one way or I could take it another way, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that's what I wanted to drive about astrology. And I often recommend to my clients, like you should definitely get your birth chart done. You should definitely, you know, open it. If you try it, see it, investigate it. If you like it, if it resonates, great, go with it. Because I'm all about informed decision-making. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what this is really, that's what this is really about is like, if I have more information, if I have the most information available to me, I make an informed choice. I'm going to make the most informed decision. Now, those things always need to be based on what are my needs? What are my desires? How am I safe? What do I, my, what, what do I want my experience to be? So that's why intuitive development is so important. That's why being connected to our hearts and our feelings to be informed about the most fundamental things in a very resolute way is so important because then you are the most informed then you really do get to guide yourself you get to do the thing that we're doing all the time which is choosing in a very conscious way right in a very um connected way and yeah. an empowered way because you are letting the information in mm -hmm. Yeah. I do feel like we seriously need like a three and four part series because I have questions for you about soul groups and like all sorts of things, but we'll move on. Okay. Repeat guest, repeat guest. I have guess. so many questions. We'll book you also next quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. Um, I feel like maybe we could do like a monthly update. Um, so Dove, tell us for our listener, you know, our listener base is 
you know, individuals who are looking to find more joy in their life, individuals who are looking to grow their business and receive, you know, energetic compensation for through their business, through their gifts, um, and for being of service to the planet. Like that's really what our aim is, you know, for our audience and for ourselves. Um, so what would you say, you know, what, what would you say for that audience base? Um, what do we need to be aware of? What do we, what do we need to be conscious of? Like what, what comes through for you as, you know, the right message for the audience that will futurely listen to this um, podcast? What do they need to hear? About how to keep, how to create balance between work and work and bliss? Yeah, like their business and bliss. How to, to pursue joy, period. Well, I think I, you know, I see with what you're talking about with the awakening and the consciousness and the intuitive expansion that's happening right now, I see so many people jumping into entrepreneurship and finally like taking the leap to pursue their dreams and their gifts and basically saying like, I'm done being miserable and just going through the grind every day. Like I want to break my heart open and I want to experience joy. I want to figure this out. And, it, but it's not easy, right? It's easy to drive into like your same lame job every day and like, you know, clock the, you know, punch into the clock and leave. Like that's easier than taking this huge risk and this huge leap to pursue the work you're meant to do in this life. Right. Okay. Um, um, or, or to, you know, take the risk that you need to take in order to have the courage to do whatever you need to do to get obstacles out of the way to pursue joy. So what's, what do we need to hear? Okay. I would say let's, let's go deep and let's go to the source. The first thing that everyone needs to start with, with dealing with what am I going to do in life, whether it's work, whether it's pursuing happiness, whatever it is, right? Whatever you think you're supposed to do or whatever you feel like you're not clear about doing or whatever it is. The thing that everyone has to come to an understanding about is what is the currency? And it's time. Time is our real currency. Time is what we're, we're spending and, and it's not something we're getting back. It is finite. Money you can go make more of. You can change jobs. You can change your clothes. You can buy a different car. You can move to a different house, right? You can create the means to do those things. That's renewable. Time is not. So everyone needs to sit with themselves. They need to get in their hearts. They need to spend some time being quiet and still. They need to slow down. Slowing down and simplifying is the priority of transformation. And it is, it is the thing that everyone needs to do in order to get to, to develop that intuition, to hear, to hear their inner voice, to hear their own conversation with source, whatever you want to call it, right? So when you slow down, you start to listen to your feelings, right? Because your feelings don't lie to you. Mm -hmm. They might be a lot, but they don't lie. <laughs> so you get in your feelings and you start to feel not think but you start to feel what do I want to do with my time because that's what I'm really spending right and when you and, and after you go through you know decades of your life or whatever and you look back you want to be you want to be able to look back fondly right and not feel not have remorse and regret right and not feel like time was wasted or lost mm -hmm. right that we have memories that that we feel really good about because that's what we're going to take with us. So when we get down to the real, the real truth of it, it's how do you want to spend your time? Right. And you use your feelings to figure that out. And then from that place, then you use your thoughts. Your thoughts are your creative machine. Your, your mind is there to create endless options all day long, every day, possibilities, possibilities, possibilities. So that's why people get crazy because they live in their head and that's not where truth lives. Truth lives in your heart. So you just go mad in your head, right? So get in your heart, slow down, figure out how you want to spend your time. Use your feelings to figure that out. 
Once you figure that out, then use your thoughts as a creative machine, as a creative device to come up with ideas, scenarios, possibilities of how you can spend your time the way you want it and make money. I love it. I love it. That's my, that's my short, long answer. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to like turn that into a, a, an adjusted quote and put it on Instagram because the world needs to hear that. I yeah, will yeah. tell well, you. It's, it's, my, it's my soapbox. I, I, I tell people all, I mean, it's something I go over all, in, all the time with people because I feel like it's such a, such a root understanding. And it is really a, a, a centralized mm -hmm. thing that you have to do, or it's a, it's a main thing. It's an integral thing that you have to do to get your realignment on, to get yourself really reorganized, centered, aligned, and, and divinely guided. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So last question for me, and I know we'll kind of wrap up here soon, but. Oh, wait, sorry. Gonna if you don't mind. I'm going to extend that really quick. Yeah. Because you kind of had, I wanted, it was like, I wanted to answer in two parts a little bit. So I can yeah, do something else because once you get that going, right? Because you're saying, you know, some people then they know what they want to do and they want to go for it, but then how, so once you do have that, once you do have a sense of, I know what I want to do, or I have a sense of purpose and I have ideas about how to create this life for myself, then, then the real things that you want to make sure to pay attention to is, you know, do you have some personal tenants? you have some value? What are the core values? What are the things that are going to hold you to your commitment to yourself and your dream? Yeah. Right. And don't abandon those. Don't abandon your self-worth. Don't abandon your dream, you know, um, and find a way to balance work and play. I'm a real big advocate for fun. I don't think that people, I think people, I think we should have a four day work week. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I think, I think on our planet, we overwork mm -hmm. and I think we overstress. And so 100%. I would say to people, know that successful business means having successful fun also. You have, to, you have to schedule the time, make it important, and make yourself a priority, and make the other things that you love a priority outside of money and career passion, right? Family, uh, whatever your pursuits are, value them, make them a priority, make time for them, and create balance in your life. Yeah. Because I feel like that's when people show up the most uh, it, to, you know, to see me is when they feel like they're not in balance. Work's taken over. Something's taken over, right? Mm -hmm. So strive to create balance in your life and know that you don't have to, that doesn't have to be on anyone else's terms. Um, you get to decide what that balance is and it needs to be calibrated to how you feel, not what you think or what you think other people think about you or how you should be doing it, right? So... Again, the short, long answer, but I did want to respond to that because I think that was two parts. It was yeah. like, how do you, how do you even go on that venture? And then once you've actually discovered what you want to do or what, or you want to step out and do it, then how do you, how do you then maintain harmony and bliss and, and, you know, find self-care practices, man. I can't tell people, yeah, this I enough. I cannot tell people this enough in the world now, in the quickening, in the pace of, of everything that we deal with and go on with, people need to up their self-care game. They need to really find ways to, uh, participate in self-soothing, relaxation, rejuvenation, right? Emotional real-time processing. These are all the things that are that are really fundamental to having that harmony and balance in your life. So, um, yeah. Thanks for letting me do that two part there. Oh my gosh! Of course, like I trust that that was that needed to be heard. So I love it. Um, no, my last question was, how do 
it, it, I know there's not a simple answer, but how do we help people get over their fear to bring this to fruition? Fear is the number one reason I hear white people are afraid to end, end the relationship or get the new job or have the conversation or we are just paralyzed by fear. And I feel like that's what I help a lot of people do. Yeah. I would say to people, um, uh, be brave be courageous and be strong and choose something other than fear because you've been choosing fear for a long time and you can see where it's got you. It's not doing anything good for you. You're not happy. So why continue to choose it? Choose love. My real good friend has a quote and I have it on my website. It says, when you start with love, you've already arrived where you want to be. And I believe that and I preach that and I live that. That's awesome. You love, you have to, you have, it's a choice again. That's where you're, that's where we're most empowered. We're choosing all the time. You Love choose. is a choice. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. So, and it starts with loving yourself, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's the priority is loving yourself. When you learn how to love yourself, when you find out, when you figure it out, when you experience it, when you do it, when you master it, then it becomes so easy to love everyone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, I think that's why we're all here is to figure that out. I'm so easy to see the love in things versus the the hate or the fear in things mm -hmm. so it's a practice it's like anything else and i tell my clients this all the time nothing changes with my my, my bumper sticker and i joke with my friends change requires change <laughs> right <laughs> so you have to be disciplined you have to show up you have to participate participation is the key if you're not willing to do something different then you're not going to get a different experience right yeah. so do something different show up in a different way shake it up Choose, choose to use different words. Think about how you talk about yourself. There's so many different things you can change. And all of those changes are anchored in love. They're all changes that you're making with respect to love, right? So look at where you're not being loving in your life and then change that into love. And then you'll experience more love. And you'll see how the synchronicity in life uh, multiplies, amplifies. It, it just becomes more apparent and more available. And manifestation becomes easier. And... Uh, self-care becomes easier and communication becomes easier and all of it all becomes easier. That doesn't mean there aren't challenges. Life fluctuates. That's not going to change. Mm -hmm. What can change is how you hold yourself and how you're in charge of yourself Sure. and, and give up being trying to be in control of other things outside of yourself. Right. Bring things oh. home, do, do your actual job, do what you're actually able to do and what you're really supposed to be doing. Like my husband says, watch your own bobber. Yeah. Watch your own bobber. Yeah. There's, there's tiny little wisdoms like that Johnny. all over, really everywhere. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that me and Johnny would be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dove, if, if I wanted to get in contact with you, if, if I'm a member of the audience and I really mm -hmm. want to benefit from... Or if you're Lisa Kay. How do we, how do, we do it? How do we yeah, find I you? Have a, I have a website, so that's the easiest place to find me uh, on the interwebs. It's dovelove.earth. Um, because I'm here to serve the whole planet, not just one place. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's dot earth. Um, and uh, all my information's on there. All my contact information is on there. Uh, I do see people obviously here in person, but I also see people remotely. Uh, I work with people all over the planet um, through various, various types of uh, technology like the one we're using today. So I encourage people to reach out um, when they're ready. I always, I just believe that, you know, Things happen at the right time. People show up, our teachers show up, our lessons show up uh, when we're ready for them. So don't miss your opportunity. 
<laughs> right on. So you all heard it. Everybody, I'm, I'm, I'm here to help if I can. Cool. Dovelove.earth. Wow. Dovelove.earth, Lisa. Dovelove.earth. And you can find me on Dovelove.earth. I'll look you up tonight. Um, Dovelove.earth on Instagram as well. Dovelove.earth at gmail.com is my email address. So I like the consistency. I do yeah. too. It's just totally congruent with everything that he said. He's a man of congruency. And yeah. Just alignment all up yeah. in his face. I love it. It's yeah. like, you know, his chakras are all aligned. And yeah. You know, really all of it. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> well, we loved this having you on amazing. the show. Yeah. Good fun. Thanks. By the way, this was my first podcast and first video chat, whatever. I really haven't ventured into this um, that much yet. I've kind of been hiding out doing some of my own deep process work the last few years. So um, well, you I'm, came I'm, across very much as an expert podcast <laughs> and video chatter. So, way to go. Yeah. Well, I'm just happy. Uh, thanks for uh, kicking off. I'm, I'm going to step out into the world a little bit more. And uh, it was nice to do it with you two for the first time. It was a real pleasure. Right on. Yeah, and we're going to kick your message out so that we can change the world together. If, if everybody hears it, we got to get you out there. Yeah. yeah thank you. Agree. You're a light worker. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, look forward to uh, doing this again sometime. We absolutely will. Okay, so everybody that's listening, dovelove.earth. Go get it. Yes. Go get it. And All right, have love. a good one. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too Bye, as well. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.